Yeah, it's Whitney Houston to start us off. I want to dance with somebody. Friday, 29th of January. Happy Friday. I forgot to put my woolly yeah, bit on my I, microphone. I missed your woo at the start. I beg your pardon. I got a second. Like. I got a second-hand woo off you there. You did, yeah. It was yeah. a second-hand woo. It was no good to you at all. There was no, second-hand woo. Happy no. Friday to you, sir. And you, sir. How's things? How yeah, is not your too bad. snout? We have to have a chat about your snout later Excuse on. Excuse me, my snout is impeccable, if I may say so. Is it an impeccable Jack, snout? Jack the nose had a look at it yesterday. Yeah. Stuck his microscopy thing. Up your up, snow. Up me hooter. Oh, jeez. Oh, my. He said, oh, it's a long time since I've seen sinuses as lovely as those. <laughs> oh, I, no, I he didn't say that. I'm waiting to get all the details. No. All the How could you want details? all the details of, of my visit to a nose doctor? By the way, it's an but, internal thing, right? PJ is trying to, is trying to pervade this lie that I, had, that I I was getting a nose job or something. It was a sinus medical thing. Yeah, that's they had to reshape it all because after your nose job. <laughs> Man, I wish I, I was. I, I tell you something, I wouldn't be adverse to a bit of the old nip and tuck. I have Would to say. I wouldn't now? I'm telling you, no, I know, it's a I, know, I know. Slope. In fairness, I know we're always saying you shouldn't mess with your face. Don't and be all. fiddling with but yourself. I mean, like when you're starting from such a low base. That's not true, you see. <laughs> see, the thing is, you'll fiddle with yourself once, and then you'll go, "Oh my god, mm. I didn't know how good I had it. Now I have to make myself look like a lizard forever." <laughs> Scissor sisters that don't feel like dancing here at Classic Hits. Almost a quarter past six on this uh, Friday, 29th of January. Happy Friday. About to do the birthdays, PJ, right? Indeed we are. And I tell you something, if it wasn't reason for a happy Friday... Oh, God. ...already... Are you serious? Is this good start? I tell you something, it is the birthday of... What? Any excuse? I just love that music. Go on, wait, here we go. Here's the good bit. Isn't it so good? I love it so much. I tell much. you something, that is like, oh, that is like a drug. It is. That, isn't it? that just lifts your spirits. It's impossible it? to hear that isn't on it? a Friday morning in the dark in January and they'll not be <laughs> and happy. And still not be happy. It's so it's brilliant. It there's is. just some, it's one of those, it is definitely one of those. There's, there's a couple of them and that is one of them for sure that just no matter when you hear it, oh, it's like, turn that up. Magnum P.I. Yeah, and it's Tom Selleck's birthday today. Of course it is. The most famous, most dashing moustache in the entire history of television. I mean, he literally... Burt Reynolds. He could, I was just going to say, he literally came along and wiped Burt Reynolds' nose. He in, did. <laughs> he did. In an even more impressive moustache. He left Burt Reynolds thinking that he was, he was only half the man he used to be. When he came along, absolutely uh, deadly. And what a silly, great, deadly TV show wasn't it was. It? Well, yeah, it was brilliant. I know Higgins we were the two do- uh, Dobermans and all. That. We were a different age, and it was a different time, and all that. But it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, I it was loved fantastic. it. Yeah. It was cool looking. It was sunny. Ah, it was, was crime fighting. <laughs> it was amazing mustaches. <laughs> women turning up at champagne parties wearing nothing but a, a gown and a bikini, you know. Yeah. High heels. That oh, was ridiculous. Uh, i got to say, Tom Selleck, I mean, he's not a young man anymore, but he's not an old lad either. No, no. Uh, and in fairness, to tell you something, Tom Selleck, right, I know we always talk about the mustache and whatever, but in fairness, like, okay, he's no sort of, you know, he's no Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> but he's... He wasn't the worst actor, you know what I mean? No, he, he wasn't. Does. No, no, it was just it was their cheesy surroundings. Yeah, with the acting a bit. I mean, only he could pull it off. 
moustache and loafers and he's still <laughs> convinced you this was fantastic I gotta say Tom Selleck is like oh he's about 71 not bad at all 76 is he really yeah 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 oh. now I have to say goodbye to that music Anyway, yeah, Tom Selleck, 76 today. Right, let's rock on. This is going oh. to unfortunately bring you right back down now, this is. Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah. What's going on now? It's the birthday of Oprah Winfrey. Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> oh, one extreme to the other. One extreme now, to the other. Takes herself very seriously altogether and even, even still talks a load of nonsense. Yeah, PJ's problem, by the way, with Oprah Winfrey is just the... Um, well, it's, I mean, the it really stems... consistency. Out, yeah, it really stems out that one episode on reincarnation. Doesn't it? It was the one yet yeah, where she finished an episode that wasn't. It wasn't even about reincarnation. She was saying, uh, "I can't remember what it was." It was Great Survivors. Li- live to your, live to your, your, your best self. I, t- I think it was Great Survivors and all. It was like you only get one life. Man or who had a heart attack yeah. on a plane and managed to land it and all. It was all this stuff, you know. And then she goes, "Amazing stories from amazing people," and she signed off the episode by going, "You got one life. You got to remember to live it as fully." And as full of joy as you can. Now, next week's show, join us. Don't forget, we're talking about reincarnation. I was like, ah, this is absolute Ah, this is rubbish. I was, that was it. That was all forever since. Oh, yeah. I couldn't take it. But my God, did that woman turn herself into a phenomenon. A phenomenon, I mean, yeah. started as a talk show, uh, sort of a regional, didn't wasn't it? Where was it? Chicago, Chicago or somewhere? Yeah, Chicago TV. And then she just owned the world. The world, the whole world. Like, the, like I mean, she is a... She's a legacy act, like you know. Yeah. She's what she's the bar that other people compare themselves to. Like. It's incredible, incredible. I, and then I suppose of late, Ellen DeGeneres has started. You know, the chat Take show ended the, the crowd, but that's only because I think Oprah sort of she wandered quit. off and started doing everything else. Yeah, she started doing making Egypt's famous idiots like Doctor <laughs> Phil and Doctor Oz and that Caesar Milan. All these, you just went there. Like, these famous idiots, and I will take my place. I'll just make money off them instead. Exactly. Uh, Why not, indeed? I'd say Oprah. Wow, this is a tough one actually. Yeah, she's been around forever, and she still looks young. She doesn't age. She's got that elixir of weirdness. Uh, I'd say she's like. 68. Oh, not bad at all, really, sir. 67. Oh, I'll take that. Not I'll bad take at that all. As a win. Right, let's go back to your childhood, PJ, and your collection of, I'd say, I suspect, well, actually, no, maybe you'd grown out of the, in fact, yeah, you'd probably grown out of the Panini football stickers at this stage. But anyway, do you remember the legend that was Romario? I flip and do. Indeed, I do. Yeah. Barcelona legend, Brazilian legend, one of the most prolific strikers in the world. I had a Romario um, what do you call it? Uh, imitation short, oh, you know, DJ, the, yeah, yeah. like a, a, a football short, right? Yeah. Now I, I have to specify. I have to. Sp- no, no, it was a Barcelona one. Yeah. I have to specify it was an imitation one because it was a total knockoff. I was. Yeah. Did it look <laughs> total knockoff? Yeah. But anyway, no, I didn't care. It was a Barcelona shirt and it had Romario on the back of it. Yeah. And Barcelona spelled Barcelona or something like that, wasn't it? We know it. And the red was slightly, or the blue was slightly off. It was like a sort of just a weirdly, you know, oh. too pale or something. I used to love those knockoffs. Uh, I gotta say, he's about he's in his fifties, man. Yeah, he's like fifty-six, maybe. Oh, I tell you something, your your eye is in this morning. Fifty-five. I take that as well. I tell you, your eye is in. Your eye is in right now. This might, th- oh, although I'm, I mean, I know obviously with you being a professional radio person. One of the things that you take very seriously is studying radio history. Oh, God, you like to, yeah. You know, you, you, you stand on the shoulders of giants that have gone before you. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't really rate people before me now, to be honest. What yeah. about <laughs> Mr. Smashy and Nicey himself, Tony Blackburn? Tony Blackburn! Oh, yeah. I like him, actually, yeah. 
He was the king. He was the king of that. Transatlantic, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, very nice well, to be wasn't here. wasn't it him? Uh, I'm going to read the top That three. Harry Enfield based the whole smashy and nicey thing on. Oh, was it? It was him and one other guy. No, Edmonds, was it? Or I don't know. Him and somebody else, anyway. He based the whole smashy Smash. and nicey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> and Backman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> Yeah, he was the king Jeez, God, of all you know that. what I'm just looking at here? Look at this, that's mad. It says here various things about him, right, and whatever. And then it says, he was one of the first, or he was the first DJ to ever do time checks. Oh, you're joking. Imagine that. To tell people what time it is. You know that thing that people, well, we always do it. We all, we're always told to do it. Yeah, hi, I'm... Hi, I'm I don't really Edwards. know why we have to do that now. I mean, my God, like, yeah. between phones and everything. Surely it's Surely the- to God you can... Surely to God you know what the time... Oh, do you know yeah. what it is? It's probably for... Um, Probably for millennials who can't read the clock. Can't read clocks, <laughs> yeah. That, isn't that a, that's a shocking carry on. weird. Yeah. It used to be drummed into you in, I was going to say, in radio in school. In radio lands, did you have to tell people the time all the they, time? You know, like, yeah, especially breakfast radio and stuff, you used to be hammered with it. It's a weird yeah, hangover kind of from another time. Because even if you're in the car, you're looking at a clock. Exactly, you, yeah, yeah. You really don't need us. I've decided going. I'm going to, uh, this, uh, this moment, I've decided on this moment, I'm going to stop. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real relic, though, isn't it? It's a relic. Hey, don't call me a relic in front of everyone. I'm not saying you're a relic. I'm saying, you know, like uh, what I say is like you, you can go now, and if you want the time, it's right in front of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Jim McCabe. You know. I always used to think it was the weirdest thing because you know they used to say to you like, yeah, just be yourself, be natural, you know. When you, and I was thinking to myself, I've never walked up to somebody who went, "Hi, eight fifteen, Jim is my name." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think I've decided I'm going to stop. It's quarter past eight. I'm Jim McCabe. How are you getting on? Yeah, exactly. Imagine the supermarket. Yeah, is there a bus due? <laughs> yeah, it's 7.47. I'm buying... What time's the next one? I'm, I'm getting some cheese and, and a 32A home. How are you? What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Right, yeah, anyway, say, so, the great Tony Blackburn. Tony Blackburn's like, oh, he's uh, like 82, maybe. Not a million months away, 78. Oh, okay, a little bit too, un- a little bit unfair to the man. And then here's a very famous name for you, Jermaine Greer. Oh, yeah, Jermaine Greer, yeah. yeah the old... Uh, she's uh, one of those, she was, she's great crack. She's one of those. <laughs> yeah, she's great crack because she's a, to- well, she's a total and utter contrarian. So, oh, yeah, So yeah, she yeah. goes off on one and gives out about lads and all. And then when women agree with her, she turns around and gives out about them as well. Yeah. Uh, she's Just proper. for the sake of it. Yeah, she's a proper She's a professional giver-outer. Yeah, I love her. Uh, she's great crack. <laughs> She's great, crack. She's absolutely one of them. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, you agree with me, do you? Well, guess what you are as well. <laughs> Smell off your breath. Like, she come out with anything. Uh, yeah, she's very enjoyable, though, I think. I always liked watching her interviews because she gives the interview as hell. Yeah. Which is great. I'd be afraid of my life of her now, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, oh, same here. If somebody yeah. said you're going to have to chat to Jermaine Greer, or even you're just sitting beside her somewhere, I'd go, oh, Jesus. Is there nowhere else? No. Is there nowhere else you can put me? Imagine, are you getting nervous then? Did you know what you'd end up doing? Yeah, 7.15, Jermaine. (laughs) 7.15, I'm Jim Read your book, loved it. (laughs) Uh, i got to say Jermaine Greer is like 74 or something. A little bit older, 82. Oh, Oh, is she right? 82. Fair play, she's been around forever. Tell you something, you weren't, you know, know, in fairness, you skinned a few posts on those ones. Definitely. Not a bad Friday. Yeah, it was like Tottenham Hotspur. Everyone was rooting for me, but I just didn't get the job done. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show, weekdays from 12. This is Classic Hits. Thank you, Tara. And a happy Friday to you. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
my God. Yeah. Sarah, I've got my own backing group. Sarah, yeah, me and Sarah. Check. We're going to get together and release a single, I think. Check we need, who's going to play the tambourine and who gets the maracas? Oh. Well, <laughs> there's a gag about maracas there, but I'm not taking is. it. I'm not taking it, that's for sure. Anyway, you're in good Friday. I tell you, you know something? I knew even before we hit Friday that Tara was going to be in good mood. Did you, yeah? Yeah, because she poked her head around the door yesterday and she went... Uh, you know the way you were a bit grumpy today? <laughs> and I went, oh, well, I'm not grumpy today, but anyway. And you, she were went, gr- you were grumpy. You <laughs> she were went, grumpy. Um, well, here's something to cheer you up. There's snow on the way! Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, now you can keep your maraca, so I'm now uh, uh, disgusted. Yeah. Apparently it's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be as impressive as last weekend's display, but we're due certainly very wintry showers really? that <sighs> could merge from sleet into snow on Sunday. I, I think it's again, I think it's Saturday night, Sunday. Right, okay. And it is, it's, it's the start of my birthday weekend today. Oh, get out of it! When is your birthday? Sunday. It is this Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday Sunday. Oh so my god. I could possibly so wake you're gonna up have to, to the br- best br- the best birthday uh, present ever. Unbelievable. So that no. means we get cake on Monday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have put in a request because I'm very retro at this stage. Right. I've put in a request for a retro birthday cake. I'm hoping for a Black Forest Gatto. Oh, oh that's a very good idea. So that that is, could be our yeah, breakfast yeah. on Monday. That would be a very good idea. That would be impressive. I'm all about this now. I sincerely hope all, all connections to Tara, I hope you're paying attention. Black Forest Gatto, she said. Uh, and Bakers of Ireland, we're here today. <laughs> oh, yes, yes we are. Yes, so. just a Say obviously, I mean, not on behalf of myself and PJ, of course, who can rise above these things. But yeah. it would be a lovely gesture <laughs> if Tara received a delicious cake or We're, cakes, plural. Today, amazing. that's I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. Tara's favorite thing is a birthday cake with my name on it. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I think everybody knows this to be a fact. Wow! So we're gonna have. Oh my god! We should. If I didn't know, we could have done it. This is your life. Yeah. What? <laughs> we could have celebrated you more <laughs> if you gave us only warning. two of you here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, man. It'd have, that. it'd have been a short book, but still. <laughs> do, do you recognise this voice? How are you, Tara? I'm in the office. <laughs> Duran Duran, ladies, classic. Save a prayer and Madonna ahead of it into the groove. Thank you for waking up happy with. PJ and Jim, happy Friday to you folks. Reasons to be cheerful. The last Friday of January. Yeah. Payday for a lot of people today. So yeah, I hope so. Finally waving, well, almost finally waving goodbye to January. Uh, 087188008 if you need to give us a shout. Thank you so much for all of the WhatsApp so far. Wishing us a happy Friday right back at you. Hopefully you're in decent form. Uh, a couple of things to point out, PJ. Paddy has made a very good point. He's been on WhatsApp said that we shouldn't get overly excited right just yet about the prospect of having Black Forest Gatto on Monday because if it is Tara's birthday on Sunday oh, there's no. every chance she'll take next week off that's very true <laughs> which is a very good point you raised we'll buddy. get a half a slice of dry cake in two weeks time yeah very good point <laughs> also somebody's been on to say uh, how old is Tara PJ I and, have none and, of my business and what time is it Jim <laughs> <laughs> Not off. Oh. Actually, the, on the subject that uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to go back over it. But the other birthdays today, we did say it was Tony Blackburn's birthday, right? Oh yeah, that we were... and uh, we were saying about the smashy nicey thing. Yeah, and apparently it's Tony Blackburn and Alan Freeman, who used to be known as Fluff. He was another Fluff. sort of early Radio One DJ in the UK. I think I, I, I could be wrong about now. this, right? But I think Alan Freeman had that expression. Not off. Oh, was that him? Or was that the caricature of him? Oh, I don't know. 
Was that the send-up of him? I have a feeling that was the, the it was sketch. The, it was. It was the Harry Enfield one. Yeah, not off. Not I think off. that was a catchphrase in the yeah. sketch, yeah. Would you like a cup of tea? Not off. Not off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you see, it all just melds into one. It does, yeah. A bit before our time, to be fair, but anyway. But it just shows how close those lads were to caricature yeah. in real life. Oh, that, absolutely. You know, that, that it's hard to tell them apart from the sketch Completely. of their lives, you yeah. know. Uh, also on the subject of Oprah, uh, Oprah Winfrey's birthday today as well. Alan and Ennis lived in the uh, States for a long time. Said he was, um, she started as a, a weather woman on a local TV station there, apparently, according to Alan. Jeepers. And um, uh, she was alongside, he was a big fan of a guy called, actually you might know this, Norm MacDonald. Oh, from Cheers! <clears throat> I don't think that's the guy. Apparently he was one of the best comedians in America, this Norm MacDonald. Oh, really? I thought it was your man from Cheers. I just assumed you were, you know, I'm keen. i George went. <laughs> What's his name? Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Everybody presumes now, I know stuff fairness, it'd be, it, Like it was when Oprah was starting out. Oh, it's I going know way who back. he is. You do know him, do I you? I know exactly who he is. He's the Canadian guy. Yeah. He's very funny. He's so weird and dry. Yeah. He, he, he never checks. Like, he talks just like that all the time. Like He's the most dry <laughs> weirdo. He's, he's actually very, very good. <laughs> anyway, Alan was saying that um, uh, Oprah's partner, Stedman Graham, wrote a book about how to make your life a success and the 10 ways to find success. So your man, uh, Norm MacDonald, started the list by saying, number one, marry Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, and he was right too. It's gas, all these books, they always leave out the, uh, you know, the key yeah. factor of blind luck and right place, right time. That's exactly it. <laughs> right, speaking of a bit of blind luck, who knows what might happen today? There's two big events today, of course. As always, we've got the hit bit. That's on the way in about an hour's time. As always, we're going to round it up. It should be 9.40. We're going to stick in an extra tenner, make it 9.50. Deadly, yeah, we'll do for that. For the Friday. So you're playing for 950 euro, just touching off the grand. On the hitling bit. On the hitling bit in about an hour's time. Classic Hits.ie, good place to start on that. And of course, then, before 9 o'clock this morning, it is the ultimate showdown. It's become, oh, it's become part of, of, of recent sporting history. Damn straight. V Mayo. In, in a shootout. In the breakfast table quiz. For an All-Ireland title. The All-Ireland breakfast table quiz champion will be crowned today. Absolutely. Galway, the current holders, and they're not even in the running. It's Galway, or it's Dublin and Mayo, uh, and I can't wait to see Mayo lose another All-Ireland <laughs> oh, today. It's going to be great crack. So that's a big one. That's happening oh. before nine o'clock this morning. And who knows what else PJ Gallagher is currently cooking up in his little studio in there. Oh, God, no. And don't forget, we have to have a very serious chat about your snout. There's nothing wrong with my snout. Well, when it's got the all clear. Oh, it's, in fact, all clear is the operative word. Jack the Nose has a good, had a good look up there and said, you know something, that is if... Uh, it's like a thing of architecture. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci couldn't have designed the interior of your nose better than it looks at the moment. He said to me. Most people, when they get a nose job, don't even do it's the interior. It's not a nose job! <laughs> Whatever, yeah. Pet Shop Boys with West End Girls here at Classic Hits. Happy Friday. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Being a Friday, we've done our thing and rounded up the hit bit jackpot. Should be 9.40 today. We've rounded it up to 9.50, throwing in an extra tenner. You're welcome. You're welcome indeed, 950 <laughs> quid. Generous Jim. Never misses an opportunity. So 9.50 we're playing for. That's on the way a bit later this hour. But on the subject of money, of course, how you choose to spend your money when you win it, ultimately, of yeah. course, will be your own choice. But, you know, let's just hope you're a little bit more generous than this. So Some people are just scaldy, scabby gits from the inside out from the start. I mean... Quite frequently on this show, I get quite a lot of abuse for being a scaldy, stingy old fart. You know, I don't think I am. I think two euro is more than adequate for a Holy Communion 
uh, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, and who needs more than one pair of underpants? Well, well, I have more than one pair of underpants. I, I don't know who needs more than two, though. Uh, yeah. And I certainly don't know who needs and who, more who, than... And who doesn't get a solid 15 years out of them? Fairness. Like, and say, like they last for ages. This whole thing of, I've had them for ages, I better replace them. There's nothing wrong with them. Wash them, sniff them, wear them. It's... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how they didn't tell, like, Elon Musk and NASA and everybody hasn't been in, in touch with you about using whatever your underpants are made of for, like, space flights. They're indestructible, man. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe I have um, basically a little miniature version of the Irish space station in my trousers there. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Well, uh, steady, ladies. Steady. Steady on everybody. Anyway, look, at what we're getting to is yeah. this person. And I tell you something that surprised PJ and myself with this story. Apart from the, the, the details that PJ will unveil for you now. But it actually, for some reason, caught us off guard that this was a woman. Yeah, because I don't associate women and scabbiness. Yeah. I do, I, I, I'm used to scabby lads. I don't really know scabby women. And this is a... I'm kind of with you on that. This is a, a millionaire. She's a millionaire. She's got $5.3 million in her bank account, right? Okay. It's millionaire. Proper money. That's real money, right? I have nothing like that. You know, I'm afraid, I, I'm scaldy because I'm afraid of running out of money. She doesn't have to worry about it, right? And she is the absolute scabbiest person in the world. So she's so scaldy, she sets a timer when she gets up in the morning so that she can only have the water running for 22 minutes and not a second more because she knows it's exactly 22 minutes to get to, to, put to do water. her entire morning routine. Yeah. To, Shower, whatever. She knows it's 22 minutes for the heater and that's it. She knocks it off. So she sets the thing. Right? And then she has this one sponge she's been using to clean down the house for years. And she won't change it. She's there. Why? And fairness, I see the point here. Wash it. <laughs> Keep yeah, washing can, it. This, t- this story is going to take a weird twist at the end when PJ ends up on her side. But anyway. Right, okay. So she's one sponge yeah. to clean the... So you're saying she uses the same sponge to clean her jacks that she does to clean... Like the the surfaces of her kitchen. Yeah, like I was feeling pretty bad about this now. But now I read it, I think, well, if she does the jacks last and then she washes us, is it really that bad? See where this is I'm going, people. Oh, I'm not into this. I'm, I'm, people of Ireland, you see where this is going? And also the next one is me all over. They're laughing at her and slagging her off because she only owns one knife that she uses to cut all her meat, all her vegetables and eat her dinner and all that. She's yeah. She only has one knife in the drawer. That to me is very clever. Like, you never, I mean... That's very good, isn't it? And she also won't wash with water because it's too expensive. So I don't know how she does the washing. She won't wash with water. Yeah, and it doesn't explain how she does it. But she doesn't wash with water. So I don't know how she does it. What She, she doesn't wash her things with water. I don't understand how that works. But here's the scaldiness, right? Right. So she... Um, so, so far you've been on her side. This is where she lost you, is she it? She loses me here, right? You can get apparently cans of tuna over in the States for about 30 cents, it says, right? For some low-grade tuna or whatever, right? That's what it says here. I don't even know if that's true because that sounds sca- scandalously cheap, right? 30 cents uh, for cheap tuna. And she says it's too expensive and she eats cat food. She eats cans of cat food with a fork. Oh, my God. And feeds it to her guests. So a millionaire chooses to buy cat food rather cat than food. just normal food from yeah. a, a supermarket or whatever. Yeah, she eats cat food. She costs 30 cents for a can of tuna. She says it's an awful waste of money when you can get cat food, which is essentially tuna anyway, for about half the price. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And her ex-husband, right? Her husband, she oh, threw him no, out. No surprise, he's an ex. Oh, wait, you hear? He's so mad about her trying to get back with her. He comes round and cleans up the house for her. 
Uh, he does all the cleaning. No so wonder she, she only needs on one the... sponge. She never cleans the place. She has him on slave oh, so labour. He's coming around with all this gear. Are you all right, love? Are you sure you don't want another knife? <laughs> Are you sure you don't want anything like that? Oh, yeah? wow. I know, yeah, she's I don't know whether she's it makes scabby it... as hell. Mm. She really is. And, is. and she goes, she works every... She has a big job, apparently. doesn't say what it is, but she says quite a big job. Obviously, because she saves $200,000 a year through her scabbiness, she saves. Right? That's our... Uh, would you want years. that, though? Yeah. If money wasn't... Uh, no, you wouldn't. I mean, you're doing it because... Okay, you're not quite a millionaire... So he says. Not but quite. you know, like, f- yeah. But okay, right. You're doing. Well, nobody really knows why you're doing it, really. But, but in fairness, to her, she's got loads of money. Yeah, loads. So why of money. would you choose that? And she has lifestyle. a seventeen-year-old car, right? Um, that she hates for getting fixed. So if something goes wrong, she rides it into the ground, and then she has to get it fixed. Seventeen-year-old car. So it's not vintage or anything. It's not something special. It's not sort of no, sentimental. Seventeen-year-old Ford. Just cheap. Yeah, seventeen-year-old Ford that she, you know, that's grand hill yoke. Like, but she won't replace it. And she drives four hours some days to work and four hours back uh, because she doesn't want to spend any money on a plane ticket in inside the states. So it could be bothered. I'd rather drive. Uh, she's the scabbiest person in the world. She's, you know, she's like the IKEA man. You remember your man that founded IKEA? Yeah. Uh, and he was notoriously the stingiest billionaire in the world. Um, in Ingvar Kampgrad. And he was so scabby, he'd buy all his clothes only from flea markets. And he'd wait till he was in third world countries to get his hair cut. <laughs> he wouldn't Mind get you, to with you, you were only saying the other day that... If the option was there for you to go to a third world country to get a haircut, you'd probably take it. <laughs> I'm really much scabbier than I think I am, aren't I? No, like, I meant because of the lockdown. You oh, do anything yeah. just to get yourself a haircut. But yeah, uh, that's, I mean, you, and it's just so much worse. Although having, I tell you one thing, the one small thing flying the ointment of this is, right, that if you are a millionaire or a billionaire and you're shopping in whatever the elite shops are. Yeah. In an Irish context, the only one I can ever think of is like Brown, Brown Thomas, Thomas or whatever, right? yeah. So you're shopping in Brown Thomas and buying, you know, your your underpants for 150 quid That's each. That's crazy. That's or whatever, as right? crazy as only having but, eaten cat food. But what I'm saying is, if you do that, right, you're going to get lashed out of it for being, oh, look at your man with his 150 pound underpants. But then if you're spotted in pennies getting a three pack, you're going to get lashed for like, now wouldn't you think him with all his money that he'd spend a few quid the cheap old sod. That's the thing, you can't win. You're better off having one of each. You're better off having one set of 150 year or 150 year old underpants. That's you again. See that? He let it slip there. He's actually got, he's had his underpants passed down from generation to generation. That's Gala Freed from Desire here at Classic Hits. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. A happy Friday to you, Friday 29th of January. It's done, folks, almost. Last Friday of January, payday for lots of people. And speaking of money, uh, just some reactions to that story that PJ told us about the scabby millionaire. Yeah. And uh, how she'd buy, she'd rather eat cat food than pay for a tin of tuna. That's outrageous. Uh, all this kind of stuff. And uh, PJ did make a few few kind of comments during the course of telling that story. Uh, Mark, for example, feels that wash them, sniff them, wear them is going to be your election campaign slogan in the near future. It might be. I'll tell you something. I was only saying to Jim just after we were talking about it. Uh, we were talking about the 150 euro or 150 euro cacks. If you got 150 years out of 150 euro cacks, it'd be well worth it. You buy a couple of them. I would anyway. I'd buy two pairs. You know, at some stage. Why, like, why, you're not going to live for 150 years. Why do you want 150 year underpants? What do you mean? I'd hand them down to me nephews and something. You know, <laughs> later they'd be able. They'd, they'd so you're get, saying the reading of PJ Gallagher's will will be until my nephew I leave my underpants 
Look, I'm 45. I mean, they might be a hundred years left in them. They could hand them down to their children as well. You know, yeah, oh I guess God. so. I can't think of it. It'll be great. On, the, on that very subject, um, Brian from Galway has been on to say, um, uh, uh, Brian from Galway here, speaking of PJ's 150-year-old underpants, <laughs> did his great-grandfather rob them back in the day and hand them down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're working through them as a family. They're, oh. they're third generation with me now. They're starting to get a little bit skittish around the edges. Oh, look at this. Somebody's Googled your net worth, ladies and gentlemen of Ireland. It's been revealed. Give who, us a look who do at I owe, Who do I owe the, uh, the thank you to? Uh, Amy. Amy, well done, Amy. That's look, very she, funny. She's Googled his net worth. Apparently, he's worth <laughs> between $1 million and $5, $5 million. million. Dollars. What stupid size is that on him? Where do I collect Look the money? Look at this. His net worth has been growing significantly in 2018-19. Really? At the age of 45 years old, PJ Gallagher's income source is monthly from being a successful... And then it stops. So <laughs> that, it stops him all. And then it has net worth in 2020, one million to, to five million, million dollars. Do- you absolute... You've been coming in here. Yeah. Make, Oh my God! You never sp- no give anything you off you, Jim. and you've been worth five million dollars the whole time. I had no idea how good I had it, Jim. That's you know, it. This is this is absolutely disgraceful. I'm going to buy loads of jocks now. Loads of jocks. I cannot <laughs> believe you've been hiding your money from us, pretending that you live in a in a, oh in a ramshackle house and can't afford a car. And- I'm not going to. Jo- I'm not going to lie to you, Jim. If this was true, I'd be rubbing everyone's nose in it so much. And what sort of site is this? I don't oh know. It God. looks, it looks celeb. It looks pretty good to me. It's called Celeb, celeb Age Wiki. CelebAgeWiki.com. Ce- oh, I thought it was Celebs Age. Celebs Age. No. Celebs Age Wiki. CelebsAgeWiki.com. Yeah. PJ Gallagher, the millionaire. Damn straight. <laughs> oh my God. Wait to see the jocks I'm going to be wearing on my head in here tomorrow. Final call on the hit bit. We've rounded it up to uh, 950 euros. So get involved right now. Classic hit study if you want to check out the previous guesses. Big is the clue. And Magic Mike standing by. He's in the West. Uh, today, so 087 you'll get him on WhatsApp. Let him know that you want to play. Let him know that you want to have a go. Yeah, try and get that uh, cash into your back pocket. Weekend and all ahead. Absolutely. So do, there, do your you, thing. Why? I'm looking for a scandal, Jim. I'm looking for news. A scandal? Well, surely the biggest scandal news. of all is the fact that we've now established that you're worth so much money this and you've been, you've been hiding money on us. This is all You've been nonsense. playing, you know, the poor mouth, literally. And it turns out Amy found out on the internet you're worth between one and five million. This is nonsense. Like, this is completely made up absolute nonsense. Anyway, I'm not the one going out getting nose jobs. Excuse me. You're the one that had a big nose it job It was done. a medical procedure. <laughs> it was it was a sinus operation. It wasn't a cosmetic surgery. Well, they had to like, I didn't get a, I didn't get sinus. a pair of boobs put on my nose or anything. You did. Look at them. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I say something. You can't even have... A bit of privacy. I had a bit of medical privacy. Uh, my sinuses were at me. I know, and I'm and dying. I had to have a thing done. Anyway, ju- I, I, thought, I thought maybe what you were looking for was reassurance that I was okay. Oh, no, no, no. I just want to have a laugh. Did you? What was the problem? <laughs> were you like us? Were you all full of buggers and all? You couldn't get them out? You needed This was doctor. ages ago. I had this done last year. It was a follow-up just to make sure it was all he- healing wonderfully. Oh, yeah. And I mean... And the skip I, filled I up again, say, so to speak, no, did it? No! I have to say he... 
He had uh, put it, you know, they don't know that we, like, actually, do you know something? You know those weird skinny telescope things that were wires, basically? Oh, yeah. That the they one, look up your nose with. The one that has a little mouth on the end of it to eat the snot. God, shit. Is that the one you're talking oh, about? It's got a light on the end of it. <laughs> but they put it, it goes, you can feel it going down the back of your neck. Ah, stop. It's mad. Those things, that's a horrible Shut sensation. Ah, that oh, that's a brilliant. That's a horrible. But he did say I had wonderful sinuses. Did he? Oh, they're healed beautifully. You're joking. It was like looking at the inside of the cistern, the cistern chapel. The cistern chapel. <laughs> <laughs> the cistern chapel. He said, "Yeah, magnificent." He said, "I hadn't seen architecture, internal architecture like that since." Isambard Kingdom Brunel. He said, "Looking up Jim's nose is literally like looking into a, an Armitage Shanks special." <laughs> yeah. oh, that's fantastic. So I went back to Jack the Nose. His name actually isn't Jack, it was Fergal, but you That's know. a thing though, Jack the lad. Do you Jack do that, nose, Jack? Jack the mechanic, I, Jack I, the... I picked that up from a mate of mine, English guy, who used to say everybody because it's from that expression, Jack the Lad. Yeah. So if somebody was like the best in the business. He was the Jack of he was, he was the, the Jack. trade, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was like everybody is, you know, Jack the Nose, Jack the Builder. Yeah, Jack, Jack the, the thing. If you're, you know, the absolute creme de la creme. Or as if you're me, they always say, Jack it in. Uh, it's a different <laughs> thing. I suppose that's a different different yeah, analogy altogether. Slight, yeah, it's the other, slightly the other end of the uh, scale. So, so you've got your, all your, your nasal passages. I am. You're clean oh, and refreshed. God, I tell you something. Talk about stopping and smelling the roses. It's got Actually, to be honest with you, smelling, you know, just to think of the years that I was in here with PJ and... It was actually it was a it was a benefit really sometimes to be blocked up a little bit. Do you know what it is? This is like the smoking ban now, all over again. Do you remember that the smoking ban and everyone was like, "Oh yeah. my god, I can breathe and everything," and now you're going, "Oh my god, the smell of fat." Because you know something, it's funny. Like one of the weird side effects of this pandemic thing, right, is that we all have our own equipment in here now, right? So I take the stuff that I use with me and I bring it back in with me so the the little pop shield thing that goes around the microphone and all that I take it with me yeah. so that nobody else uses, uses it and yeah. it's, it's all that and um, and the weird thing about it is now it's fantastic because I don't have to put up with the the bang of smoke the, yeah, off that the, used to be off off, the, off yeah, from those people who smoke from, from the other from the other from the other person yeah <laughs> I know what you mean. So it is. It's anyway. But yeah. So yeah. Though the uh, so the smelling is fantastic, PJ. It's gonna be gas. In fact, I can. I'm getting a bang off you coming through the glass. Even it's not powerful now. It's gonna be gas now when I go outside to someone's go. You know, Jim's wearing a mask in the studio. I go. Listen, PJ. It's a pandemic. Everybody should be wearing a mask. I go. I know, but he's wearing a World War Two gas mask every time he comes near me. Classic hits. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online, available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. I can always get a friend in a high note. I can't do it. I get afraid of it. Actually, you know something, before we get stuck into the hit bit, can I bring Magical Michael in from the oh, West shit. on this, right, before yeah. we get started? Because, Mike, what do you, how do you feel? I've, I, you know, I haven't had a chance to ask you how you feel about the revelation this morning, courtesy of Amy, that, um, that PJ Gallagher is actually a secret millionaire. This is... Yeah, I'm a little upset by it, I'll be honest with you, but... You uh, know, all those times, be, like... To, all to be the, expected he'd be hoarding it, though, not You know, all the birthdays and stuff that have drifted by, not even a card... And him, no. him hoarding money. <laughs> this is the stu- that is true. This is the shittiest thing I've ever heard. That Shocking. And look, you're not alone. Um, 
someone was on to say that, um, uh, how are you lads? My sister is soprano Celine Byrne and I googled her net worth last week and yeah. the same site popped up and she, like PJ, is denying it. <laughs> the site is obviously 100% legit. They are just secret millionaires. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, look at that. She was actually holding it from her own brother. Yeah, that's terrible, yeah. Shocking, Outrageous, yeah, and yeah. Now, Collie has tried to defend you. He's been on to say, Has Jim, he? leave PJ alone. That money is just resting in his account. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> and trust me, if it was in my account, it would be, be, there would have been a horrible accident and it would have been taken out and <sighs> run away with very, very Anyway, quickly. all we've managed to squeeze out of him is, is an extra fiver. In fact, a tenner. I'm not even putting my fiver in now that I know you're a millionaire. Here's, a tenner from you. Here's a promise. If I ever have so much as a million quid in my account, you will never see me again. <laughs> There's a promise for you. Well, that's just lovely. <laughs> right, so it's uh, 950 quid is the, uh, well, it's the plan, unless I decide to give you a percentage of something else this week. Uh, and here's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, I never give him the sound. That doesn't matter. Jennifer McGonagall is going to play. How are you, Jennifer? Jennifer, Hi. how are you? Good, how are you? Not so bad, Jennifer. What are you up to today? I am just on my way to work. Right, okay. good stuff, yeah. And can I ask you, Jennifer, how does it feel to know that you're now speaking to a millionaire? Oh, it's brilliant. He can send me the money even if I lose. Well, exactly. Yeah, I no think problem. that's I think that's where we're all going with this one, Jennifer. <laughs> Happy Friday to you. Anyway, what's your plan today? What are you what are you up to? What's going on for you? Uh, work until five and then nothing. We can't really do much. Oh, I was just gonna say then it's the weekend. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm working the weekend too. So. Oh, God, great. Oh, God. Yeah, way to be a downer, Jen. God this almighty. I know, I know. And the fact that I'm not going to send you any money on all time. <laughs> uh, so, Jennifer, have a guess. Try and earn a few quid. What do you think? Um, Sir Mixalot, baby, got back. Oh, what a tune. What a tune. Michael, right up your street. It sure is right up my street. Love that. Love the cheese of it as well. Um, it's a good guess, but... It is wrong. See what he did there, PJ? I don't. Because Michael liked big butts, but he can't deny. Oh, is that it? Right. Michael Michael wasted on the millionaire there. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Jennifer, happy Friday to you. Have a good day. Thank you, too. Cheers, Jennifer. Take care. Uh, Sean and Rutherford waiting there. How are you, Sean? Hang on a second. What's going on there? Somebody's somebody's been interfering with Sean. Hang on a second. Hold your horses. Let's try it now. Sean, are you there? I am, I am. Shauna, brilliant. Shauna, Thank you, Shauna, crack? How are you getting on? I'm grand, thanks, Mel. How are you? Oh, good, yeah. Thanks a million. Now that I've just found out I'm worth millions, I'm delighted with myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you up to today? Where are you, Shauna? Uh, I'm in Drumcondra. I'm just getting ready to go to work. All right, yeah. Where are you going? Is it close by or what's the crack? No, I actually work on the south side of Dublin, so I work in Specsavers. Oh, oh brilliant. Which Specsavers yeah. are you in? Uh, the one in Nook Road Shopping Centre. Oh, right, oh, okay. Because I went good. to the one in Dundrum. Oh, oh God, what no. did you do? I tell you, the Specsavers are brilliant now. They are, All yeah. of that, st- that stuff they can do with the, you know, the scanning and stuff, and they can, like, oh, it's mad. It's like, it's fantastic. They still can't help me find my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's all I know. Yeah, <laughs> you want some set of glasses to get any money out of you. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Maybe if you make he can, a- I tell you something, Shawnee, he can never find his wallet when he needs to. <laughs> That's for sure. Jim, I'm That's saving me. up for your confirmation. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Sean, we'd love to give you some quids. 950 quid, actually. What do you think this is? Uh, I think it could be the carpenter close to you. Oh, right. A real oldie. What do you make of that, Michael? Yeah, you know, you know, even though this hit bit has been going on for so long, it feels like we've only just begun. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Listen, oh. Sean, a happy Friday to you. Keep at it. Take care of yourself. Have a good one. 
Thanks, Will. You Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Right. Thank you, Michael. So it means it rolls on uh, for 940 euro because um, I assume you're probably not going to give your tenor to Niall to give away, are you? No, no. Niall can join his old tenor. You've made me feel like I deserve it. Actually, we should look up Boylan's net worth. He's bound to be another millionaire, isn't he? Yeah, you see, the thing is, I know how ridiculous this is, so it doesn't really matter what it says. We can only speculate. Ah, you would say that. That's exactly what I'd expect from a millionaire. Let's hope so. Mr. Blue Sky uh, here at uh, Classic Hits Electric Light Orchestra, of course. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you, Friday 29th of January. Thank you so much, as always, for letting us hang out with you. And, of course, we're building up uh, in the next, well, and probably a little over the next half hour, uh, maybe 40 minutes or so, we're going to be taking on the breakfast table quiz. Not just any old breakfast table quiz, but it is the showdown. The final of the All-Ireland breakfast table quiz. Yeah. A straight battle at the top yes, of the table yes, yes. between Dublin and Mayo, both on 12. Uh, one of them will be declared All-Ireland breakfast table quiz champion. This before is the, the official replay. There must be a winner today. Oh. It's a pandemic final. We can't have replay after replay. We can only do it this one time. Uh, we're going to get stuck in. Can't uh, wait. Should be good crack. That's on the way uh, before I'm nine o'clock. But in the meantime, uh, it is a feel good Friday. It is a feel good Friday. And, you know, to be fair, we have uh, an award winning comedian on the show. And, of course, PJ. And, you know what I mean? A <laughs> bit of... such a pain in the, <laughs> in and the it's, head. It's about time we had a little bit of straightforward humour, PJ. It absolutely is. But can we do it? Can you make people laugh with traditional ways anymore? Apparently not. The humble knock-knock joke is dead, Jim. Oh, it's no. It's dead. The humble knock-knock joke. Millennials saying they don't get it. They never understood it and they never will. They don't even know what's supposed to be funny about it, actually, is what they're saying. So they've done this big survey and basically one in five people under 30 don't understand what a knock-knock joke even is. It's just like, what? You know, not you're like, knock-knock, so, come on, knock-knock. Who's there? Isabel. Isabel who? Isabel necessarily on your bike. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. I obviously okay. think that's hilarious. Yeah, naturally, you know, we can accept that there are rubbish ones, but there are some good ones too. That was quite a time, <laughs> that was a great one. That was a great so one. So are you saying they don't even get the funny part? They don't get the... You see, to me, right, a knock-knock joke. In fact, I'm going to... If Michael is there, I'm going to bring him in on this. This sounds like right up Michael Street. Oh, hold on, Because it's kind of like a pun thing. Yeah, actually, Mike, Mike, knock-knock. Who's there? Anita. Anita who? Anita Barlow, a pencil there if you have one handy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> See, I've that's his one. kind of thing. Go on, Michael, let yourself rip. Right, who's going to take this on? Jim, you take it on, right? Right. Okay, Okay. knock, knock. Who's there? The interrupting cow. The interrupting Ooh. cow. <laughs> <laughs> you see, now that's, that's funny. So silly. And you're saying that people don't even get it, PJ. They don't even get it. And, they're not, and it's not just them. They said 75% of all ages are now saying, look, we get it. It's dated. In the days of the smartphone and the you Yeah, know, but the sometimes you can be just dated. a bit too clever. For you. Sometimes I think a so. bit of, you know, slapstick's not the worst in the world. I love it, yeah. I, I, have I, you any more, Michael? Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh <laughs> Tank who? <laughs> no, knock, knock, Mike. Who's there? Yukon. Yukon who? Y- you can say that again. <laughs> <laughs> what? Actually, I'm not sure I even get that one. What are you talking about? 
Oh, here's one for Jim. Knock, knock, Jim. <laughs> Who's there? I'm a I'm a Rio who? I'm a real nice guy. <laughs> oh, for the... I, mean, I love these. There's got to be better than that out there. I, I don't know. I think these are crackers. And now you are making me feel weird. You're making me feel like you're the only person here that's an award-winning stand-up comedian, which is unfortunately very, very true. Um, but no, I don't think they're... Re- like, that's the thing about a knock-knock joke. They're so stupid. They're Look good. at this one. PJ, knock knock. Yeah, who's there? Smell up. Smell up who? You said smelly poo. <laughs> Somebody just WhatsApped that in. See, I don't care, right, what anybody says. I love these jokes. I think the whole point of them is that they're so bad, they're deadly, that you try not to smile, but you can't help yourself. They actually say you can trace these jokes back to the days of William Shakespeare. So, you know what I mean? By you telling these jokes, you're actually participating in a bit of literary... literary (laughs) history. Easy for you to say, DJ. (laughs) Apparently not. Oh... That's shocking. Right, come on, Michael, before I let you go, have you any final one? Any, come on, redeem yourself after that thank you one. Right, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, Kanga. Kanga who? Oh, hello. <laughs> no, wait. You're supposed to respond, you know that. Uh, no, it's actually kangaroo. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. That's, that's not great now. Knock, knock, Jim. Who's there? Alex. Alex who? I'll explain this joke when it's over. <laughs> No wonder they're going out. Oh, my God. I think we've opened a can of worms here, PJ. Pandora's box is well and truly open. They are flooding in. See, everybody loves them. This is the thing. Well, that's just it. That's what makes the whole story ridiculous. The idea that, what did you say, it was millennials. Millennials don't get them at all. Don't even understand. They don't see the. They don't get the punchline. They don't get the gag. Don't even understand why there's an existence of such a like. They can't. Do you know who invented the knock knock joke? They say it goes back to the days of William Shakespeare. No, no, it was a Nobel Prize winner. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! I can't believe I walked into that. That's. Oh, oh I can't claim credit for that. Oh, that for was him. I've forgotten who sent that in now. Oh. I'll find him in a minute. But anyway, <laughs> thanks for sending it in. That was very good. Um, uh, yeah, there's uh, they're just endless amounts of them coming in. Knock knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Just stop crying and let me in. See, I don't. I like. I, there's endless ones. The thing is, the, the more ridiculous they get. Kind of like even you're doing jokes now, and I'm like, that's not funny, but I've got a huge smile on my face. Yeah, and I think that's what's great about them. There's another one, there's another one. I like that one from Mary, actually. Knock, knock. Who's there? Nobel. Nobel, who? Nobel on the door, that's why I knocked. <laughs> oh, they actually hurt, don't they? They, they actually do. make your brain hurt a bit. Yeah, because everything inside you says there's nothing funny about this. At this all. Stupid. It's ridiculous. Literally, but, lowest form but, of humour stuff. But then, then there's some yeah. crack of light that's telling you you have to enjoy it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Little old lady. Little old lady who? Didn't know you could yodel. <laughs> Little old lady. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. No. There's just a flood Stop of them. It. Just a flood of them Stop coming it. in. They're all ridiculous. You know, it, it brings out your inner seven-year-old, I mean, it? the thing about it is, if you just accept it for what it is... You know, yeah. it's not trying to be clever. It's not trying to be anything. It's just that. It's and I think anything that gives you an instinctive response in comedy, if you just if you instinctively laugh, yeah, you know what I mean. Not like one of those ones. You know those people who like tell you some sort of political story or whatever. And in, in, you know, you're meant to. You're not meant to laugh. You're meant to just appreciate. Oh it for yeah, its, yeah. 
It's kind of um, straight irony. And, well, so oh, much stand-up oh, sure. is like that now. It's like, hey, I'm not funny, but I got some great views. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but right now, though, if you're there's probably 28-year-olds driving their car, hearing us doing knock-knock jokes, and they think, oh, my God, those two men have lost their minds. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Those two men, are, they're in desperate need of care and attention. Knock-knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who? Europe who? <laughs> 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 How can people not appreciate it? I don't care. Here we are. Two middle-aged men calling each other a poo. Mind you, that, that probably explains a lot, really, doesn't it? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe it does. Yeah, Maroon 5 and this love here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Friday. 87 Getting ready for the big showdown. Dublin Mayo in the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz Final. It's we, on the we way. We may have a predicament. I mean, are you going to have to read the questions for the Mayo person because you'll be more independent, you know? Or am I going to be left well, with Well, there the, is that. I mean, there are, a few people have pointed out that you really can't lose because, you know, like you've got your Mayo background oh and you're God. the rubber dub. So, I mean, it's hard to know really how is that's going to go. Tell you something, you're really rubbing me up the wrong way this week. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, very quickly, let's just squeeze in another quick story for you because we think this is kind of, we think this is positively unfair. We feel like we should nearly be getting a petition together for this man. Let us know how you feel about this, people. This is a very serious issue. A bin man has been sacked because he kicked the head off a snowman. And was he attacked by the snowman or was it unprovoked? No, he was practicing his karate moves that he was learning during the week, right? (laughs) So he was, uh, you know, he was uh, out doing their thing. Uh, The bin men were. They came into this sort of, it looks like a cul-de-sac. There's a video of it here. I've watched the video a few times. Yeah. And the bin man sees the uh, snowman. And it's like he just starts to do some practices karate moves or something. He's into a bit of that. Okay. So he kicks the head off it and then he's like, yeah. And then he kicks it five more times. And then he gets into his truck and they head off about the way, right? Right. Snowman. Literally, the snowman has no feelings and everything. Anyway, a woman called Sophie Taylor, she caught it all on CCTV and she says, My son Joseph made that snowman while safely social distancing with his chil- all the other children in the area. Yeah, we're right. Uh, then... She said he loves to wake up early and wave at the, at the dustmen, or the, as they call them over there, or the bin men, as they come ever in the mornings. And then he said, was looking to wave when suddenly he saw this shocking video. Uh, well, not video, it's not in real life. He saw the shocking antics of the bin man kicking his snowman's head off, repeatedly kicking him, jumping yeah. into a truck and heading off. Apparently he's traumatised. The young fella doesn't know what to do. He's so upset that it was a snowman has been attacked in such a horrible act of violence. Ah, here. And now he's lost his job. The Bidman's lost his job over. Oh my God. Over kicking the snowman. So in effectively, the head. what he's done is he's kicked snow. That's right. at the end of the day. That's just what he's done. He's kicked he's snow. He's kicked snow. He's kicked snow. Okay, it was it was rolled into a ball, and it was put on top of another ball. But ultimately, he's kicked he snow, snow. And he's lost his job over. he's lost over. his job over. So I oh think that's very God. harsh. Yeah, the bin people have said he was an agency staff member, is the way they put it. And he will not be working for this council ever again. Oh, my God. It's so harsh. For kicking snow. Practicing his karate on a snowman in the middle of his rounds. And could, no, could nobody explain to the kid like that? You know it's eventually going to melt, don't you? You know your snowman is eventually going to melt. I know. Rather than giving him, basically teaching the kid to be internet outraged before he's even on the internet, you know? Yeah, exactly. The shocking behaviour. I was so unbelievably 
attacked and I can't sleep and all this. Ah, get yeah. over it, snowman. So that, yeah. I know so he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't know who made it. He didn't care who made it. He was just practicing his karate move. So when that kid goes to the beach or whatever, basically it's going to boil down to kind of like, right, uh, you can't let the sea in. Somebody's going to have to make an arrangement to, that the sea can't come in because my son has built a sand castle and I, he doesn't want to see it broken. I'm like, tell the kids, yes, that, so that, that man is very happy that you made him a snowman you could practice his karate on because he's a very dangerous job. Ninjas <laughs> jump out of bins all the time, I'd be telling them. And they'd be trying, and he has to fight off the ninjas. So, because you, he's now safer because he got to practice his karate, karate magic, wow. we'll call it. You know what I mean? That's the type of thing I'd be telling kids. Hey, look, you are, how you didn't become a parent, it's extraordinary. Like, with that, that level of lying, it's fantastic. Well, it's you also, were born for it. It's also because I'm a grown man who likes practicing karate on snowmen. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score on the next one. Yes, no more. It's the breakfast table quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right, here we go. It is the showdown. It is the final of the All-Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz. You know something? We should, we should do this on a more regular basis. I think so, yeah. It's I good think crack. so. This is good crack. Although I'm terrified about what's going to happen as far as asking the questions. Oh, it's, yeah. Well, of course, that's it, isn't it? Because you have the responsibility of being... Being fair. Mind you to be you are the perfect person to be fair. Oh you know Jim, stop like it. you have a foot in both camps. You know, you've been supporting Dublin a lot of years, but we know that your blood is, is male. You're the worst you're terrible, Mel. Do you know something? You're like you're not missing one just because you came in after your nose job during the week and now you're doing, <laughs> and now you're acting like you're all high and mighty. <laughs> right, so this is what it's all about. Dublin and Mayo both scored 12 this week, so we decided we would have a playoff, a showdown, and yeah. final, and this is how it's going to go. So, we have on line one, Pat Boylan from Dublin. Pat, morning to you, sir. Morning, lads. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you feeling? How's the pre-match nerves? Great. I'm only away two minutes. Excellent. Oh, dear, oh, dear. They always say that is the perfect preparation for any big game. Well rested, we'll say. Well That's rested. That's the way to do it. And on the other line is James McCabe from Mayo. James, how are you feeling, sir? Oh, Sam, how are you getting on, lads? Good, Not good, so good. Bad, James, how are you feeling? Are you ready for this then today? Big uh, big game for you? Ah, uh, well, we'll see how it goes. You're very, ca- so you very these people, casual, this man. I tell you, it's like these people have had media training. I know. You know what I mean? Isn't it? It's like talking to two, you know, like professional footballers and all, they never say, they're very, you know, yeah. play the cards very close to their chest. Absolutely. Know. Game leave two up, halves, all that stuff. Leave it up to us commentators, right. you know, to, to now, scrum it up. I'll tell you what we have to do, okay? Not that it'll make a huge difference, really, but just in case, we'll have, we better be fair about this. We yeah. need to do the toss. All right, okay. To see who goes first. Right. So, uh, I mean, I'm, in fairness to Pat and James, they're just going to have to rely that we're telling the telling truth. The but truth. anyway, right. Uh, uh, who'd like to, to pass? Choose heads or tails there. Tails. 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 PJ, go for it. Okay. And it's it's going to be Dublin first. Dublin first. Dublin right, first. okay. So you're going first, Pat, with the first set of questions. And then uh, James will have to try and top that score, okay? Are we all okay. clear on the, on the rules? Great. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are very non-committal, I have to say. Very have to say. Okay, right. This is the look of the draw. So the dub's going first. Uh, PJ Gallagher, are you ready? I think so. Pat Boylan, are you ready? Yes, go ahead. Excellent. Here we go. Which famous Italian scientist was one of the first to study the planets with a telescope? Nostradamus. It's Galileo. What pop star's hair caught fire during the filming of a commercial in 1984? Michael Jackson. What US city is known as the Windy City? 
Chicago. With what sport would you associate John Parrott? Snooker. Ian Rush played for what country? Liverpool. It was Wales. Wales. In botany, hawthorns belong to what plant family? Ooh, tittle. The rose. In folklore, the yeti is also known as the abominable what? Snowman. In maths, if the diameter of a circle is 10 centimetres, what is the radius? Three, it's three five. Ball. In which sport is the spike a powerful smash over a net? Netball. Volleyball stalactites grow in what direction? Is it upwards or downwards? Up. Downwards, the code of professional practice followed by doctors is known as the what oath? So, the Hippocratic Oath. What are the Rhine, the Po and the Shannon? Rivers. In what European country was the bayonet developed in the 17th century? It was France. Oh, France! Oh my God, you got tough questions. These are tough. You questions see for about the, see how important the toss was. Oh yeah, see how important, important the toss yeah. was. Oh my God! Right, okay. Uh, so it means that the official score for the dubs after that is one, two, three, four, five. Very Ooh. tough questions, though. Oh, my God. That, was, that wasn't a good first half for Dublin. Come on. That, that wasn't a good questions. first half for Dublin. Right, Pat, sit tight there for a minute. We're going to bring in James McCabe from Mayo. James, how are you feeling now? You've seen the dub score five. Ah, well, he doesn't know what my questions are yet. Well, this is fed, see this that? Oh, these guys have had proper media training. Look, <laughs> he doesn't want to gloat just yet. Uh. Okay, so it means that if you can score six... Mayo will be all Ireland champions for the when when was the last time PJ? Oh it was uh, oh, I was before Jesus was 51. around was a while ago. <laughs> 51 was it? Well yeah. said James. Right okay listen the very best of luck to you 60 seconds on the clock PJ Gallagher are you ready? I am ready. James McCabe and Mayo are you ready? Yep. Here we go. What D is a name used to describe an early follower of Jesus? Gospel. A disciple. What is the name of Oprah Winfrey's company is a Harpo or Winfo? It's Harpo. Which comedy actor provided the voice of the genie in the film Aladdin? Not past. Robin Williams. Oompa Loompas featured in what movie? Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Greenland is the north of what ocean? Atlantic. In travel, a worldwide traveller is known as a globe what? Trotter. The Vietnamese potbelly is a variety of what animal? A pig. According to the proverb, what should one make while the sun shines? Hey. What is someone who shoes a horse called? A farrier who played Neo in the Matrix. Um, Canaries. What word goes before vest, beans, and quartet? String. Name the director of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, Jackson. Peter Jackson. That's it. What what country is Prague in? Uh, Czech Republic. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, I think we have a winner. Oh, I tell you something. We have oh. a winner. It, it, it'll be. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a runaway. It was a rough start for Mayo there as well. It I was a rough say. start for Mayo on that one, right? So the official score for Mayo in the All Ireland Breakfast Table Quiz Final is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There you go. Nine. They're euphoric. The crowd cheering <laughs> in the Kale Park. Oh. <laughs> that's a, a lot of uh, Oh, well what done, is the jo- What's the name of the job, James? Oh, it's just a job in Newbridge. Newbridge. Oh, right, okay. He's telling us nothing. He's telling us nothing. He's keeping it close with Chef. Listen, <laughs> Pat Boylan, that was a brave effort to uh, to keep the Dubs reputation going. You did, you, it was a great job, to be fair to you, coming on and doing it. But it's it's Mayo's victory. Mayo's victory, How yeah. are you feeling about that, PJ? I am, uh, well, you know, it's a fair play. <laughs> One fair and square, no doubt about it. Well done, James. <sighs> Good Thanks, stuff. Uh, what, 
do I go to, go to Hogan's Stand and pick up the trophy? Yeah, what is there a presentation <laughs> ceremony, PJ? Oh, yeah, we're going to have to work something out. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll have to work uh, out like uh, a, what an open top bus tour or something. I don't know. I, I don't know how we're going to do this. We're going to have to polish down our version of Sam McGuire here and work out how to present it to you. That's for sure. Yeah, actually, I should ask Mike. Mike, have you any any insights into what the uh, how the victory is going to be celebrated or you know presented? Well, you know, we're going to have to obviously wait until after the pandemic to <laughs> line the streets of Castle Bar. <laughs> well, at least at least Mike is on uh, your side of the country, and uh, so you yeah. probably stand a better chance, James, <laughs> of getting your hands on anything, uh, uh, whatever prize wise. But listen, well done, sir. Have a good day. Happy Friday to you. Thank you very much, Dad. Cheers. Well done, James. Bye-bye. Well done, Mayo. Oh, wow. that's hard to say. God, it's... Yeah. <laughs> You're going to probably need something to console you through the rest of the... Oh, yeah. I have to say, oh, God, I'm not feeling too good after that. Why did I give him the toss? Why didn't I just lie?